Hey friend, I'm Aristasia. Welcome to Passion and Potential Podcast. I'm a creative business owner that followed my heart, learned some things the hard way, and created a passionate career for myself. At 22 years old, I quit my marketing job to start my business in a new city with no friends, no experience, and a whole lot of emotional baggage. I'm using the lessons I've learned in life and business to inspire you to embrace your passions, discover your full potential, and chase your dreams in life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, welcome to the podcast. All right, guys, today I am walking into my ninth wall mural. Holy baloney! Um, not even a year ago, I was doing my first wall mural and I was losing my mind over it because I was so freaking excited. So the fact that I'm walking into my ninth today, oh my gosh, I just want to cry. Tears of joy, which maybe I did. (laughs) So because I am walking into that, I thought what a more perfect time to share my art journey and really expand and how Art has become so influential in my life. Art is therapy to me. Art is good for my mental health. Art is bonding. Art is community. Art is a business for me. It is massively important to me. And I I know I've shared little bits and pieces of how I kind of started painting and yada yada. I want to expand on it. Okay, so last April, I painted my first wall mural. Painting murals was always something I wanted to do. It was always on my little bucket list of goals. (laughs) However, because I think I was viewing it as a bucket list goal, I almost was treating it as a far-fetched dream that maybe wouldn't turn into a reality. Or if it did, it'd be years down the line, etc. But like I've mentioned in other podcast episodes, last year I promised myself I would chase my passions I get rid of my fear of failure. I get rid of my perfectionism complex. Hence why I finally started this podcast last January. And I would do all the things I've always wanted to do. So over the years, I've kind of developed my passion for art to be something bigger and something achievable in a business way, but even even deeper, a bucket list way. What started with me painting a small little piece of paper is now me painting massive walls. So I really want to back it up and discuss where this all started. (laughs) All right, so personality-wise, I've always been artsy, you could say. Um, I was always doodling as a kid. I was 100% this little free spirit that wanted to make things out of the flowers and grass in the yard. (laughs) I loved doing makeup and hair as a kid. There was just always this inherent creativity in me. It was just kind of my personality. I'm very that side of the brain. However, I never actually did art or took any type of art class or even like literally painted until my senior year of high school when the guidance counselor called me into his office and he told me I wasn't going to graduate unless I took an art credit. Ironic, right? That's hilarious because I almost didn't graduate high school because apparently I never had an art class 
And now art is like a massive staple in my life. So I'm like, all right, fine. Um, I don't know what that means, but put me in an art class. <laughs> so they put me in basic art, just like your average um, high school basic art class. You know, uh, you have simple projects, whatever. Uh, I quickly learned, oh, I really like this. This is kind of fun. <laughs> so I started spending like all my free periods in the art room. I'm trying sketching. I'm trying charcoal. I'm doing the whole bit. And long story long, I discovered this little part of me that brings me a lot of joy. And I continue doing it throughout my senior year. I borderline become obsessed with it. I'm painting in every chance I can get. And I'm like, I love this so much. Well, once high school ends, I slowly stop doing art. I, it wasn't like an intentional thing. It's not like I was like, I hate art now. It was just... I just slowly kind of fell out of it. I think photography kind of took over as well as college classes. I was working full time. So, you know, it's just not a priority. And it's originally the only reason I started doing it was so I could graduate high school. So I completely stopped painting for about three or four years. And so art started as a forced learning so I could graduate, transitioned into a hobby then kind of disappeared from my life. All right, so let's skip ahead a few years. I'm working full-time in marketing, and I hate it. <laughs> if you listen to other episodes, you know how much I hated my full-time office job. I was miserable there. I hated not having freedom. I knew I was capable of more, i.e. I wanted to open my own photography business. So I'm just not in a good place in terms of my career, and the way I'm spending my time. Hey friend, quick reminder, I'm offering a free business building mentoring session with me. In this session, we analyze your goals and dreams and create an actionable plan to make them a reality. I'll give you a very specific to-do list to follow and I'll put into perspective the baby steps that are required to move forward in building your business. We'll talk mindset and confidence and I promise you'll leave our session feeling inspired and with some fire to finally cross those goals off. Head over to passionandpotentialpodcast.com slash business building to sign up or just click the link in the show notes. Well, during this time, I'm also living in my first apartment. My mental health was not doing so well due to, I think, the job and life and all of the above. So I was kind of in a very depressed and anxious place and I was going through some really, really rough family stuff. And then to top it off, me and my boyfriend of five years just finally ended things. <laughs> he was like my high school sweetheart. You know how that goes when you have someone in your life from a young age, they become your world. So we finally end things and... To say I was in a low is an understatement. I was just not thriving. <laughs> but this low, that low is what brought me to painting again. And this is the part of the story that I like hold on to dearly. Because I remember being in my apartment and just so sad and upset and angry and all the above and I remember thinking man you used to get so much joy when you would paint 
It was like very therapeutic for you. Everything seemed to disappear and feel okay. Maybe I should try and paint again. So I go to the craft store and I buy a big canvas. I dig out my old crappy paintbrushes and paints that are literally left over from high school. <laughs> and I decide to paint an elephant. Now, if you know me personally, you're probably giggling a little because you know how important this elephant is to me. If you don't know me, let me give you some context. I worked on this elephant for what felt like ever. I can't remember exactly if it were weeks or months, but it was a long time. Like every day I would leave work and I worked on that elephant. And friends would come over and I'd be working on that elephant. I was obsessed with it. And to this day, that elephant hangs in my office and I refuse to sell it. People have asked me multiple times, can I please buy it? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because I, I formed this very like emotional attachment to my elephant painting because it was that painting that brought my passion for art back into my life. And it was my little piece of joy during a really challenging time in my life. And hands down, it was the moment that art became a coping mechanism for me. And I allowed painting to become my therapy. It helped my mental health. In that very moment, like that sticks out in my brain because that was when I learned that I could paint to cope. And I could do it for me and for my mental health to feel less stressed and to feel this form of peace and this creativity. And like I was in tune with a piece of me that was there. It's like that art creative spirit was in me and I was suppressing it. And I've always promised myself that art would never be something that affects me in a negative way. I've really, really held on to that peaceful feeling and that very monumental memory of painting my elephant and feeling that spark of, oh my gosh, there she is. She was hiding somewhere in there. So yes, art became my way to cope. And it became a, an emotional, therapeutic action that bettered me and bettered my mental health and bettered the way I handled me. But here's the thing that I really, really want to remind you about art and about trying something. It doesn't even have to be art, but just trying something new for yourself. You are not going to be perfect at it. I was not perfect at art. I never will be perfect at art. I wasn't even good at art. <laughs> if, if you were to look back at my old stuff, you can clearly see that I didn't know how, quote, know how to correctly paint. I still don't even know if I know how. I just love it and I do it. And this is the thing. You have to keep doing something if it brings you joy. And you have to remind yourself that this isn't about being perfect. It's not about being the best. It's not about always impressing people. It is about you and it's about doing something for you. And so that's what I would just remind myself is that it didn't matter if, you know, I painted these mountains incorrectly. I enjoyed painting those mountains. It didn't matter if I didn't know how to 
properly buy the right paint brushes. I bought the ones that I liked to work with and I used them and I painted with them because painting was good for me and I enjoyed it. If you're always focusing on doing things the proper way, you're gonna just get in your own way. <laughs> and you have to try things no matter what state of skill you're at. Because over time, of course I got better because I practiced more and I learned more and I just got more comfortable. But at the beginning, I wasn't, I didn't know anything that I know now. But you, I kept doing it and I kept doing it and I kept doing it and over time and over the years, you just gradually learn more. You learn how to do things better. So you have to go into something with the mindset of it is okay if I am not the best at this. It is okay if I'm not perfect at this. It's okay if I'm not even good at this. Do I like this? Yes, I'm going to do it. At the end of the day, what does it matter what other people think? Seriously, like, they look at that painting you did and they don't like it. Okay, then they don't have to look at it. <laughs> don't look at it then, friends. Bye. Um, maybe you're trying, I don't know, like ceramics. You're making mugs. And these are some funky looking mugs. Someone's like, oh, that's not the proper way to do it. Okay, well, that's fine. Do you want to teach me or are you here to judge me? Oh, you're judging. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> because what does it matter what someone else thinks? If you are doing something for you and for your joy and your mental health, that is all that matters. You've got to keep at it. Because if you allow um, fear of judgment, fear of failure, insecurities, imposter syndrome, all those things to get in the way, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You're taking away from something that could be really precious and therapeutic and wonderful for you. Sure, I started doing art because the guidance counselor said I had to. I realized I liked it. And of course, there was kids in the art class who actually had been taking art for years and knew what they were doing. But I had to just keep doing it because I enjoyed it. And it was this little glimpse of passion inside of me that didn't matter if I, if I wasn't great or if I was going to be judged for not being great. I just had to keep doing it. So this is part one of my art journey. This is the part where I discover art, I discover it's good for me and my mental health, and I keep doing it. Part two is gonna be the moments where I decided art could be a part of my business. And I'm gonna talk through that process of how I started making money from art, how I created boundaries within my own mind towards art, because once again, I always promised myself I would never allow it to be something that negatively impacted my mind. Um, I'll talk about just the growth over years and the different avenues I tried to make money from it. So yes, part one is the discovery, the mental health. Part two will be the business side of it and how I brought all these things together. And now here I am, age 29, still doing art and loving it. So stick around for part two. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend. And if you have an artist friend, share it with an artist friend. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Aristasia. A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. -A -A. And feel free to join my Facebook group, Passion and Potential. Just search it and it will come up. Lots of good stuff in there. That being said, till next time, my friends.